If we were to rewind this day to the early church practically 2,000 years ago, it would have been something that is very different. Because today people park outside, they walk, you walk from the school over to the church, uh, people have no problem, we've put in our statues, crosses outside. All of this would have taken place. But it was not like that in the early church. In the early church, the church after the apostles, it was very different. Because everybody, all those who were Christians, were persecuted. So if you were found out, then you would have been killed. That, was, that has been the reality of the early church for, for hundreds of years. You see ushers who uh, walk around here on Sunday morning passing in the baskets. In the early church, they manned the doors. The doors were locked, and they would peep out and see who was there before they let them in. Because such was the fear that they would be found out, and if they were found out, whole families were wiped out, and all their property was seized. So it was very serious indeed. So anybody who wanted to become part of this secret group had to, had to be, people had to be sure before they would let them come in and join them as they celebrated the Eucharist. They were terrified of a spy coming in their midst. And uh, because if the spy would come in, he would go to the Romans or other authorities and tell them, these are all the people who are Christians. And they, men, women and children, would all have been killed. And uh, all their property seized, and uh, they, they lived in great fear. So that is why the, uh, the period of preparation to become a Christian would have been probably around three years. So people would be not included in the assembly. Somebody would mentor them and talk to them and instruct them and advise them. And then, 40 days before Easter, there was only one time in the year people were baptized. That was at East, at the Easter Vigil. Forty days before, they would be brought into the assembly. So people would be seeing them for the first time, and they would be seeing everybody assembled for the first time. They might even be seeing their neighbor. They might even be seeing their brother or sister. It was all kept very, very secret indeed. So Lent was a period of 40 days of special preparation for people who are preparing to be baptized. And one of the rites that we have here at St. Joe's, I think it's on March 17th, that they will sign in a book their name. They will write their name down in a book. And that was a, that was a significant event because they came public when they came into the assembly and then they wrote their name down in a book. If that book was found, they would have been executed. And that is why we even still have that, that uh, right, the right of sending. The writing, they'll write their name in a book, even here at St. Joe's as well. That's what happens. So all of this happened for, and existed for probably the first 400 years of the early church, and it happened subsequently in different places and still happens to today. Like in the church in China and other countries, it is still oppressed. 
and it is still they have to operate by and large in secret. So it was after the year 400, 500 that things changed when the Roman emperor then converted to Christianity and then everybody did. And then after another couple of hundred years, everybody in Europe was baptized. So there was no more adult baptism. And then people didn't know what do we do with Lent. It used to be a time when we brought people in, adults, families, because if the parents were being baptized, their kids were being baptized as well. But then all the parents were baptized, and what do we do with Lent? And then it became a period of penance, a penitential period, which gives a wrong twist to it, because the reason why it was associated with penitence was because if somebody who was baptized committed a serious sin, like in the early church, if somebody betrayed somebody else, if somebody went to the, to the, to the, uh, to the Christian or to the, to the police and said, this person is a Christian and they, and they got uh, flogged because of it, then that person would be put out of the assembly. And then he had to go to the bishop and he had to receive a penance. And part of the penance was putting ashes on his forehead. And he had to do the penance for 40 days before he was brought back in to the assembly once again. So that is the, the background to the whole preparation of, of, of Lent and of what we are about. It is, it is a time when people were prepared to be immersed in God's love and become part of the Christian community. That is what it was originally about. It has changed slightly, but there is a movement to get it back towards that once again. But for anybody who had committed a sin, a serious sin, they received ashes on their forehead, and it was a time for them to, 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 um, to prepare and renew their baptismal promises at Easter once again. So when it comes to the whole area of fasting, it is important we remember that as well and what it was about. The people who were becoming Christians back in the time of the early church, they were expected to do something good for the poor people. That is the origin of collections in the church, by the way. It was a collection to be given up to the poor. But because they were poor themselves, everybody in the assembly would miss a meal one day a week and it wasn't to reduce their waistline like it is today, but they would give up one meal a week and then they would take that money, everyone in the assembly, they would take that money and give it to the candidate, the catechumen, who was preparing to be baptized. So that's similar to what we do with the rice bowl and, and other things we do for the poor during Lent. Because it was very important that as a disciple of Christ, that you would care for the poor people as well. So what does it mean to be baptized? The word baptized means to be immersed. That's where it comes from. It comes from the word where people would take a white cloth and put it into a purple dye. And that was to baptize that white cloth 
into the purple dye. It was, the cloth was baptized. It was changed. So the word baptized means to be immersed. To be immersed in what Jesus believed in. What Jesus believed in about himself. First of all, what Jesus believed in about God, about himself, and about the world. And that is what we are called upon to do as well. To renew our belief in what Jesus believed about God, about himself, and about the world. So very briefly, what Jesus believed in about God was that God is all-forgiving and all-loving. As Pope Francis says, the heart of God is a God of mercy. What Jesus believed about himself. There are many different identities that we can have. We're tall, we're short, we're Irish, we're French, we're German. All these different identities. But the identity that Jesus wanted us to have was the one identity that is deeper than any other identity. And that is that we are God's beloved children and in us God is well pleased. And that is what part of the coming back to that foundation identity and making that central in our lives. And that what Jesus wants us to do in the world is first of all to see that the world is a good place and the world is a beautiful place. And that we are called to make it better and more beautiful by the way in which we live our lives. So as we continue with this liturgy, we will have the blessing of the ashes and then we will put them on our foreheads. And when we do that, we are saying that over the next 40 days of Lent, we want to come closer to this God of forgiveness and God of mercy. We want to journey more and more into our belovedness, that we may live in our belovedness in which God tells us he is well pleased in us, and that we may grow in our understanding of the world as a beautiful place, and that we will attempt or work diligently to make it even better and more beautiful over the next 40 days in particular.